Hey, Sweat Sisters, welcome to the Pretty Girl Sweat Show, which highlights women who are balancing demanding careers with a healthy lifestyle and hurtling over personal and professional obstacles. I'm your host, Aisha DeVore Branch, and each week I have a sister to sister chat with an inspiring go getter. And listeners learn how good things come to those who sweat. If this is your first time listening, what up? You could be anywhere in the world and you're here with me and I really appreciate that. If you love what you hear, take a second to subscribe to the podcast so you get updates every time we drop a new episode. If you got half a second, leave a rating, which will help other sweat sisters in need of some inspiration find our podcast. If you have a minute, please follow us across all social media platforms. We are at Pretty Girl Sweat on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter and YouTube. Use the hashtag Pretty Girl Sweat when sharing this episode. And if you have five minutes, please leave a review and let us know how we're doing. Welcome to episode 21 of the Pretty Girl Sweat Show. Today, we're delivering something new and exciting because I'm not going to be the only person on here with one guest. There is going to be a roundtable discussion this evening with members of our Pretty Girl Sweat dream team. So, ladies, introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Petra, and I write for the sweat category. Hello, everyone. I'm Olivia, the sweat liberty reporter. I'm 19 years old and a junior journalism student at Georgia State University in Atlanta, Georgia. Hey, guys. My name is Shelby. I'm a 17-year-old senior at Whitfield Academy, and I am the sole reporter. Welcome, ladies. I'm so excited to have you on, especially since you are journalists. For Pretty Girl Sweat, you're a reporter, so you need to be on the show <laughs> talking about topics that matter. So you all put together uh, some things that we should discuss this evening, and I thought they were great. Um, we narrowed down a few, and I just think we should just hop into it, okay? Um, Patreon, we're going to start off with your topic of the evening, okay. which is... So I was thinking we discuss our view on diet trends, like the low-carb, keto... You know, supplements like amino acids, epetamine, um, I think this is like a really kind of, you know, big, big thing going on trend-wise in the fitness industry. And a lot of people um, try it out. So I just wanted to know everyone's thoughts. Well, I, I don't really follow diet trends. I mean, as far as I don't practice diet trends. I follow them because for my job, I have to. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I really have been seeing that they some, some trends do work for people and then some trends can sabotage people. Um, Olivia, what are your thoughts on, because, you know, keto right now is like the thing. Everyone has, it's like the bell buzzword. Everyone mm-hmm. is wants to be on it or is on it. Um, have you had any experiences with friends on campus who have tried keto or talked about it? Actually, my best friend, she was doing the keto diet for a while, but it's one of those things where it's so hard to stick to. And it's really something that you have to discipline yourself to do. Um, and it really involves research as well. So it's like, as a college student, you're exposed to so many different types of foods, unhealthy foods on campus, and it's hard to keep up with that kind of lifestyle like a nutritional lifestyle where you're abiding by certain dietary guidelines so I think people on college campuses are definitely like trying it but it's hard for them to stick Mm, to it because of what's available to them 
Shelby, since you're in high school, um, have you been finding that anyone um, that you know um, is trying a diet trend and finding success or failure at it? Well, I know just like what Olivia said, I mean, like at my high school, we definitely have just a bunch of different options like presented to all the students. So even like, let's say we do get like a healthy option, um, we kind of often like Feel like we need to get skins because it was really good so um just like sometimes like just over like even though we might stick to a diet trend even though like the, the temptation to move away from that is right there but um for my school prom is coming up so I know a lot of like a lot of girls are trying to like get their diets ready for um to like look the best for prom so yeah I I actually know somebody who had some serious health problems from the keto diet um just because a lot of the food choices is a you know a lot of um meat and mm-hmm. eggs really because it's uh low carb but this specific person just was eating a high fat diet for such a long time that yeah. the their cholesterol went up um mm-hmm. so i mean i feel like it's definitely uh, there's a healthy way to do it which i'm, I'm sure it doesn't include like a lot of bacon and so <laughs> <laughs> exactly but uh you know i think it sometimes it can be hard to stick to deprive your body of something like carbs that are necessary, you know? And um, No, it's super hard. I've done, so this is why I don't do diet trends now, because when I was in college, I did a lot of diet trends just because my friends would like propose things like, Ooh, we should try this. Like, have you heard of the cabbage soup diet? Like all you got to do is eat eat cabbage soup for a certain amount of time. And a lot of the times I would try things out of laziness because I'm like, Oh, I just don't have to think. I just eat the cabbage soup and then that's it. Thinking like, you know, it'd be easy to do. But then of course your body starts going into (laughs) shock because it's like, I want real food. I don't want to eat soupy cabbage um, broth all day. And then after you get off the diet or you miserably (laughs) fail because, you know, somebody brings a pizza around you or something, you just like then begin to eat way more than you would have normally eaten if you had just been eating like a regular diet because you just go on this binge like, oh, you know, I haven't been eating food, real food in days. So I need to have a cheesesteak, a pizza and ice cream because I'm starving. So I find it best to just um, really start discovering foods that are not only healthy, but appeal to your taste buds and help you with your cravings. So, you know, if you crave salty foods, like, you know, even celery has some salt to it. And so you'll start to figure out ways to incorporate, you know, celery into your diet. Like I like arugula for salad because it has a a more peppery taste. And so I tend to start like mixing different things and herbs um, together because it tastes really good as opposed to like, oh, this is healthy. So this is why I should be eating it. I I really try to work on finding things that are healthy, but really satisfy (laughs) my taste buds. And like, if I want something sweet, like I'm going to have something sweet. Like if I want ice cream, I'm going to eat ice cream. But on those days that I'm, you know, not eating ice cream and I want something sweet, I'll, you know, make a smoothie at home or um, get Mm -hmm. fruit, you know, eat fresh fruit. But I just try my best to not put a lot of like sabotaging foods in the house. And then that way, when I do get them, I get them when I'm out of the house. And that's how I know it's a treat, you know? That's a good idea. So yeah, that's what works for me. Okay. Well, that was good. That was good. Mm -hmm. So who's next? Olivia, do you have a hot topic you want to discuss this week? So we're talking about 
something that happened in pop culture and fitness with women this week. So Issa Rae is on the cover of Women's Health Magazine. She's the cover girl this month. And her future story really just talked about her fitness journey and her relationship with food and working out. So everyone knows her from Insecure. And if you don't, you need to watch the show because it's amazing. But (laughs) so she talked about how once she was on Insecure and was making money, she began to gain what she calls new money weight. So she was looking at, (laughs) yeah, so she was looking at herself on the screen and she was like, she began battling with self-esteem issues because she was eating so much. She had access to all these good foods because she was making more money and she just started putting on the weight. So she really just looked herself in the mirror and was like, she needs to just take um, better care of her health. And that's really what kicked off her health journey. So she talked about in her interview, um, she was always making excuses, like she'll do it next year. She'll take, get, get the weight off another year. And then she was like, well, I'm just going to stop making excuses and go for it. So she kind of outlined her her plan that really helped her get into shape. So she told uh, Women's Health that she starts her day by getting up at 4.55 in the morning and working out. And for her, working out doesn't have to be something crazy like CrossFit. But she just goes in her neighborhood and walks around, she jogs, um, and she just gets her exercise in that way. And then she also talked about how um, important it is to eat healthy in, it, in relation to working out as well. Because it's not just working out, but it's what you put in your body as well. So she also told them that she does a paleo diet. And that's really what the mixture that's helped her look as good as she does on screen. <laughs> I also love that she mentioned how after 15 years of being a vegetarian, she's like, I just got to make it again. (laughs) I was not mad at her for that. You know, sometimes your body just craves certain things and you want to try it again. Yeah. And I also loved how she talked about how important her support group was. Like people like Ava DuVernay are calling her to remind her to like prioritize her herself and take care of herself. She told a story about how she broke out and she said she was only going to go to the hospital if it happened again. And Ava DuVernay was like, no girl, you need to take care of yourself. Like you only have one body and you need to like prioritize your mental, physical and all around health. Yes. You see how important it is to have someone in, mm-hmm. in your life to just like give yes. you a kick in the butt you need. So, <laughs> so important. Now uh, I'm sure, I don't know if everybody watches, um, insecure, but you know, we've been seeing her weight transition, her health journey, um, over this time. And it's been really beautiful to watch. Like, I'm just so proud of everything that Issa has accomplished and to see that now she's being recognized for, you know, living a healthy lifestyle. I know. Um, I think it's also really important, Olivia, when you brought up the fact that um, she wakes up early in the morning and, like, she's, like, even walking around the neighborhood or, like, lightly jogging. I think that's really important because, like, it shows that you don't necessarily have to, like, intensely work out, like, with the hard, like, the hardest, um, like, lifts or the hardest, like, cardio. Like, you can just do, you can do things that kind of suit, suit your body to get where you need to be. Yeah, it's definitely all about finding what works for you because she was really, like, clear. She was, like, I'm not out here doing yeah. anything crazy, like, CrossFit. Right. I'm not, like... <laughs> marathons every morning but I'm doing what works for me and that's what's helped me to get to where I'm at right now so she was very transparent in her interview and I love that about her yeah and I think a lot of people probably deal with the same the same thing like 
you know, they're oh. like, okay, well, I don't really feel like doing CrossFit. It's too intense. I don't, I hate running. So I guess I won't do anything. But like yeah. to have, you know, somebody of her stature say like, no, it's fine. Like I'm doing this without all of that intense work, you know, I'm doing it in a way I like and I enjoy. Mm-hmm. It just shows that, you know, you can cater your workout schedule and what you do to what you like. And I think that's really important to um, create a long lasting weight loss journey. Yeah, definitely. She even mentioned slightly, like if you watch the video on (laughs) women's health uh, on that page, she mentioned um, that she doesn't take cycling classes. And she's like, you know which ones I'm talking about because they're too expensive. I was like, yes, keep it real, Issa. Tell them because they are too expensive. Mm -hmm. Way too expensive. I don't like cycling classes. They, I get so like, I get so bored. Really? <laughs> I don't like I love, That's what yeah, I, like. I love cycling, but it's just I'm not paying a million dollars to go cycle. <laughs> I want to punch something. Like I need to punch a punching bag and like. <laughs> Wow, it's crazy because for me, I'm always I'm I'm always running like with like even with the sports I play, and then like when whenever I just feel like I need to get some type of exercise in, my go to exercise is always cardio. So that's that's just different how like everybody has like different preferences preferences for what they want to do, but like they all result in like the like it all results in like the different um, like goal that you want to achieve. Yeah. And one last thing about Issa that I love that she said is, you know, she really works out for her mental health mm-hmm. and for her creativity. You know, she's like, when I'm out there, she said one particular time she lost one of her, her ear buds oh, yeah. um, and she couldn't find it. It was in the dark. And she was like, I was forced to run without my music. And that was like a moment that she was really with herself. She began to like think and so much creativity came out of that moment. And she was like, oh, I got to do this more often. Just like be with myself. Like I don't need music all the time yeah. when I'm, you know, pounding the pavement. Also mm-hmm. And also I can relate to that because I lost my headphones the end of last semester. And I would always just try and like block out the noise while I'm walking around campus. But like just listening to what's going on around me, it was just, and I just had a clear head and not really just, I don't know, I'm, music distracts me, I guess. So that those yeah. moments without my headphones last semester, I was like, wow, a whole different world. <laughs> yep. And for safety reasons, especially yeah. if you're walking around campus, you need to be able to hear if anybody's coming exactly. up behind you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Shelby, you're up with our next topic. Okay. So I wanted to talk about, or if, any, if you guys want to talk about like any um, new self-care routines that you um, tried in 2019. So um, one, of my, one of my New Year's resolutions was um, trying uh, um, some, like, lemon juice or whatever to um, lighten up my dark spots that I got from basketball season um, on my skin. So, um, like, um, every day I uh, get a slice of lemon, and for about, like, um, for about five to ten minutes, I, like, continuously, like, just rub um, the lemon on those dark spots on my skin. And um, then I wait for a few moment, few minutes to like let the let the um, juice like rest. And apparently, like you're supposed to see results immediately. And um, like, and then after like I completely rinsed off the um, lemon juice, I noticed just how like light my knees were or before. And um, like, I, in order to like keep that same trend going, I've just done it daily. And um, after when I'm done, after when I done, I'm like done, like taking the uh, lemon juice off, I put some aloe vera gel on it. So like it kind of keeps the, um, uh, 
like the, I guess like the lightness of your skin kind of intact. And um, along with that, I'm also starting um, incorporating a rose water into like my hair routines. So like when I have like braids um, in my hair or when I'm just going natural, um, I use, I incorporate like rose water to help like detangle my hair, even when my hair is in braids to more like um, reduce the dandruff um, that or like the oil buildup that um, like kind of just comes like as um, as like more and more days pass with your uh, braids. And um, so when you like you and like through the research I've gained and also through the experience with the rose water in my hair, um, I've noticed that like my natural, the natural shine in my hair is like restored, but obviously like you still need to like wash it on a regular basis. But like, um, like let's say like sometimes like when you oil your scalp or even just like the continuous product buildup is like not not necessarily as there as it was. So like the rose water kind of cleanses your hair of that um, unnecessary buildup that was there before. Oh, wow. Okay, where do you get said rose water from? Wait, where'd you say? Well, um, like I, uh, one of the, uh, it comes from one of my, um, the products that I use is, I think it's uh, Miss uh, Aunt Jackie's. It's like called, it's okay. like this like half and half, it's, it's like this like clear bottle with um orange uh with like an orange block on it and like it has big like letters saying like half and half and like there's like rose water and it says like detangler on it and um that's like that's like the product I'm using currently um I haven't um really I haven't used another product okay. with that but um that's the one I and where did using. you get it did you get it like at a beauty supply store um, or online yeah um, my mom got it. My, my mom got it from a beauty supply store, but it's also at Target. Okay. Um, and it is also, I yeah, it's also at Walmart. Oh, so. Okay. Cool. And that, that lemon trick was like, I'm like, oh, whoa. I'm like, okay. Have you like, did you take any before and afters of like your knee? Cap? Um, yeah, no, yes. Cause the thing is like, I took, I took a before picture, like before, like I started like the first time and then I took an after picture of like just what happened that day. And like, I mean, like you can already see the results in my count. Really? Yeah, like, no, and it like I can I kid you not. It was like it was literally like, it was literally like fifteen minutes. And like when I said wow. and like when I reached her, when we and my mom researched it and we saw that like they said that like the results show immediately. We were like, okay, whatever. So we tried it anyway. But like when they actually like when we actually like when I actually finished using like actually when I actually finished the beauty process, I was like, oh, they they were they were telling oh, the wow. truth. So it's just lemon juice. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, I use lemon juice, but you can also like combine like the lemon with sugar, um, lemon with olive oil. There's like all different types of, uh, like lemon mixes you can do. But, um, as of right now, I'm just using lemons just to see where it goes. But maybe like, as I get further along the process, I might, um, start using sugar in the, um, in the process, but I'm not sure. Huh. Well, my daughter, she has like some dark spots on her arm from like, like eczema or like, you know, outbreaks like from her like rashes and stuff. So I'm like, huh, I might give yeah. it a try because it's natural. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And like also like along with that, like during basketball season, like basketball is a contact sport. So like sometimes you're just always on the ground and like sometimes like like those scars build up and it's just like, OK, this is natural. But like, I mean, it's got to yeah. go. So um, like you try to use like different hacks to like get rid of those dark spots or at least lighten them a little bit to sort of match your color, your natural skin color. Right. What about you, Patria? Any new self-care tips you've tried in 2019? Yes. I have found this product called African Black Soap, mm -hmm. and it is all natural, 
um, facial care, basically. I, I found it at a, I was at some fitness class and they had that out at the end, some bougie fitness class. (laughs) (laughs) And so they always have nice products. So I'm always like, yes, I will use this. I will use this. But I will say I, I did use it. Um, they have, you know, face wash, they have body soap, um, and face mask, all of that. So I did the face wash and I kid you not, when I left that place, I was glowing. <laughs> so I was like, I need to buy this right now. And I was kind of scared because I, I figured it was going to be expensive because good facial care can be expensive. So I looked on Amazon and I saw it for a package of a face mask, um, the facial wash, you know, body soap and facial lotion for $17.99. And you exactly. bet I bought it like right away. <laughs> And I've been doing face masks probably once or twice a week, and my skin has cleared up so much. I could never find the right thing. I mean, I'm always sweating. I like I wear a lot of stage makeup for different things I'm doing, so I just needed to find something, and I swear by it. And I've also recommended it to a few friends, and they they have the same reactions as me. So I'm like really loving that, and I recommend it. Um, and also, I've just been doing deep conditioning with my hair because I dye it a lot. So that's changed me a lot. And I use the Aussie three minute miracle. You just like put on the conditioner in the shower, you know, you finish showering and then at the end you wash it out and it's amazing. It's really been restorative to my hair. (laughs) Ah, that sounds like you have found the secret sauce for yourself. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Okay. What about you, Olivia? Share your secrets. Okay, so self-care, it's kind of twofold for me. So one thing that I kind of have stuck to doing since I got to college that makes me feel good, like when I'm just like, I don't know, college is a struggle and you're budgeting. But one thing that I always try to do is like get my nails done. And that like, I don't know, that just that pampering, like going to the spa and like having them just massage your hands. I just, I don't know, it makes Mm -hmm. me feel good. And so I love doing that. That's something I try to do at least once a month. Um but when I'm at my dorm and I'm trying to unwind, definitely face masks. I love like the Olay or L'Oreal face masks, the clay face masks. Those like make my skin feel so good. Um, and then also like in the shower, I also do deep conditioning with my hair. Right now I'm loving um, the Shea Moisture Jamaican Black Castor Oil um, Shampoo. Oh, I yeah, love that, Shea Moisture. That line yeah. tends to work better for me, like the Black Castor Oil line. And that gets my hair like really, really good. Um, like it, it promotes yeah. hair growth. It cleanses my scalp, all that. So I'm loving that one right now. Um, and then also like I like to unwind at the end of a long day. And I just like I try to prioritize my work so I can knock it out before a certain time and then leave a couple hours at night for me to just like focus on myself, um, read, light a candle, listen to some music, um, read some blog posts or like go on a um Instagram accounts that I love. Like, I love looking at little quotes on, um, like, Exo Nicole's page. They make me laugh. Some of them are, like, inspiring. So that's how I try to, like, end my night with my kind of self-care, just focusing on myself and unwinding. I love that. (laughs) Well, I'm going to hop in here. Um, For 2019, I've just been trying to make sure I keep myself accountable, right? (laughs) Instead of me having to depend on someone else to do it. So what I've been um, putting together every month is like a monthly review that's going to lead up to an annual review for myself. And there are just 
certain things that I, you know, want to do consistently each and every day, each and every month. And I put it in this monthly review and then I'm able to look to see how I performed um, in January and then how much better or worse did I perform in February. And, and the same goes for each and every month that follows. So the main things that I'm focused, that I focus on um, in this monthly review are number one, my water intake. So I literally will track, I have a, a bullet journal where I track my water that I drink every single day. And so I'm able to quickly see whether or not I've you know met my goal or not. And then at the end of the month, I add up all of those, um, the glasses of water I drink. And I'm like, oh, okay. You know, I'm like, oh, that's not okay. <laughs> like I need to do better. Um, and each and every month I just try to improve. Um, so then I also working out. So I track if I've worked out for a particular day. I also track Spanish lessons um, because I take them daily on um, Duolingo. I don't know if you all have that app, yeah. but if you're trying to learn a language, Duolingo is where it's at because it will literally haunt you down <laughs> until you do your lesson for the day. <laughs> It'll be like, boom, here's the email. Did you do your lesson? Boop, here's the text message. Did you do your lesson? And like, it knows like the best time of day to send the message to you because it, they just based it on your habits, like when you normally would do your lesson. So I love that app. Um, and then I track how if I've read for the day because that's really important and I read all the time as you know I'm reading blog posts I'm reading Instagram I'm reading and reading reading but I just want to make sure that I'm actually reading a physical book um, and sometimes I'll even count a magazine as reading because if you were to see my office <laughs> I have way too many too many unread magazines because I'm so used to being on the computer all the time. So I'm like forcing myself every day to pick up something physical to read. And the last thing that I track um, is uh, my green tea consumption. I do like to have a glass of green tea every day, you know, just as an antioxidant for my body. And so that's how I've been like tracking my self-care in 2019. And it's going really well because I'm really able to see if I'm like doing it or failing at it. I really like the monthly checkups that end up like leading to the annual thing. Cause like that goes back and like gives yourself some time for self-reflection. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I don't want to wait all the way to the end of the year to start doing it. Right. So like I broke it down into monthly reviews. Okay. Well, we had a few listeners submit some emails to us because they want our advice. Mm. They have some questions and, you know, we have answers. So I'm going to start off with the first submission by Lydia, who left her subject line with the simple words, um, boyfriend made body shaming insult. Okay. Lydia says, I got into a heated argument with my boyfriend yesterday and he made a low blow comment about my having a large butt. I didn't make any type of insult to him that would warrant this, and I guess he was just trying to get even by hitting me where it hurts. I demanded that he apologize to me immediately, but he refused. So I walked over to where he was, slapped his face, and again demanded an apology. He got angry and walked out, shoving me out of the way on his way out the door. Do you think I was too harsh with him? Not sure where to go from here. Silence is never the answer when it comes to conflict resolution, first of all. Never. But he had no right to make a little comment like that. And I just think that if he was truly like a loving, supportive partner, he wouldn't have gone that far in a comment like that, even if you were in an argument. So 
So I really think you should maybe reevaluate if you actually want to be with him and if he's someone that matches your morals and values and if that's right. someone you want to continue um, to stick it out with in a relationship because you don't want to be subject to just low blows and verbal abuse in a relationship. I will say this one thing. Large butts now are kind of popping. They seem to be <laughs> they seem to be what everybody is striving to have. So maybe he didn't even mean it as a low blow. <laughs> he might have meant it as a compliment. Oh. Who knows? <laughs> but if she took offense to it, yeah, I definitely do not ever suggest that anyone put their hands on another person, mm-hmm. male nor female, because whatever happens in return, you got to deal with. And so now your boyfriend may feel like, you know, he could have just been joking around. Right. And now <laughs> he knows in the future, if he does joke around with you, you might put hands on him again. So <laughs> this could kind of change the trajectory of your relationship. I would say, you know, if you know or in your heart feel like you're wrong, apologize. Um. And also demand an apology from him. You know, I feel like if you go up to him first and saying, hey, what you said to me, I did not appreciate it. It really hurt my feelings. This is how you made me feel when you did this. He's got to respect that, you know. Mm -hmm. And then um, from there, you know, he may be more willing to apologize because he could have done it just out of being, you know, silly. And, you know, once he realized that it hurt your feelings, if he's a good guy, he'll apologize and all will be well. And you can promise not to put your hands on him and he won't put his hands on you. You know? Um, I'm like, I'm one of the people that say like second chances are definitely a good thing. Um, I don't believe necessarily in like third, fourth chances, but like, I think that maybe, you know, something happened. You guys disagreed you regret things. We all do that. It's like, okay, let's explain why we felt this way and kind of set the boundaries. So that way, you know, it doesn't happen again. And if it continues to happen that he's making you feel bad about yourself um, to the point where you feel like you have to put hands on him because you're so angry, then I feel like at that point, it's no longer a healthy relationship. I love setting boundaries. Really important. Yeah. Put all the rules out there. Listen, we're not doing this, this, and this <laughs> at all. <laughs> all right. So, uh, Lydia, we hope that helps. All right. Next listener submission is from Lisa. Lisa says, I am beginning my own weight loss journey. I've been at it for about a month and I'm really discouraged. I may have jumped in quickly without doing enough research. I ended up hiring a personal trainer on contract for the next six months. So that means I already paid him up front. And I'm not really happy. We do weightlifting sessions three times a week. I'm okay with that. I'm struggling with his diet plan. I'm having issues for two reasons. One, it is very strict with no room for options. Second, I travel three to four Um. days a week and the timed eating schedule is not realistic. Would love to connect with you. I'm hoping that maybe you can make some suggestions or give some feedback. I look forward to hearing from you. First, maybe sit down and explain to your trainer those exact things. You travel, (laughs) a timed eating schedule isn't right for you. And if he's like pressing this plan, then I mean, he's not really listening to your needs. And that's what a personal trainer is to do. So I know you paid him up front, so you're kind of stuck with them. But (laughs) I mean, (laughs) Ended conversation about like 
okay, this is what I need. And I need you to create a plan that matches my needs. Yeah. And I think it's like, really, it's also, yeah, like you, like Olivia said, just like sitting down with your, with your trainer and letting him know like what you're struggling with and like just figuring, I mean, just like allowing him to notice that like it takes time to adjust to these new, these new, um, rules that he's that he or she has put in place so um I think just sitting down with your just sitting down with the trainer and letting them know that it takes progress and not just an immediate snap into this new lifestyle it's going to take some time to get used to it and also letting them know like what the struggles that come with that new Um, lifestyle is I will say I have been a personal trainer for five years I believe now six maybe and I started at a gym and I know the pressure put on trainers to sell packages. So my advice, like I totally understand the pressure of like selling, like if someone's trying to sell you something and it's, it's hard, but I would, I would like for future reference, you know, only really go into that situation where you would want to buy or in a room where they're selling you something. If you know, that's what you want. Um, now on the second half, like I would like everybody else said, sit down and, you know, maybe they could make you a workout plan that you can do on your own, like write it down when you're traveling and stuff. But I mean, you, you have to explain that this is not working for you. You have to figure out a way around your schedule. Like there's no way you can have the same exact schedule as somebody who's, you know, going to the gym every morning at 6am. And like, they're always in town. You need to explain that to the trainer. So Petra, since you kind of have like, you know, a behind the scenes, look into all of this how can someone do research before like signing up for a long-term package or contract with a trainer I would honestly start with Yelp reviews of the gym because some gyms are not and I'm gonna say it because I don't work for a gym anymore (laughs) but I will say it they kind of do I I hate to use the word scam because they are giving you a service but they're just trying to sell you something they get money from that. They get commission. So I would look at reviews and see how they approach the situation. Like a lot of times people will be like, oh, they pressured me, blah, blah, blah. Second of all, a lot of gyms offer free sessions, like a free one free personal training session. And that's a big like red light because that means they're going to try to sell you something after. So you should be prepared on what you already want. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, just never put yourself in that situation where you're in the room when you don't know what you want. And in terms of research, honestly, recommendations, 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 find somebody that you, you know, like you have the same goals as them or a good friend of yours that you trust and ask them to refer you to somebody that's actually good. Cause somebody can be a trainer and not necessarily know how to train. <laughs> Very true. This is all great advice. Thanks ladies. All right. Well, I thought the best way that we could end tonight's roundtable discussion is with some rapid fire questions. So I'm going to ask the questions and then you all just give your quick answers. Okay. Okay. All right. First question. If you could only wear one deodorant in the world, which one would it be? Petra? Oh my gosh. I'm so bad at deodorant. I buy the the cheapest one at CVS, Dove. Okay. (laughs) Olivia? Um... Yeah, I think I, well, I, I try to all natural brands and I can't remember the name, but all natural aluminum free deodorant, any of those, I'll take it. Is it Tom's? <laughs> yes. Yes. 
<laughs> okay, Shelby. Um, I like Secrets Clinical Strength Deodorant, but yeah, def- I I can I oh that's kind of hard though. I, yeah, I'll just <laughs> go with Secrets Clinical Strength. Okay, <laughs> what is one item you can't leave for the gym without, Petra? Well, newly, it's my pretty girl's sweat water bottle with my amino acids in it. Hey, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Olivia. Uh, headphones, definitely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shelby? Yeah, definitely my water bottle. Awesome. Okay, what's one healthy snack that you always keep in stock? Hmm. Carrots, like mini carrots. Uh, cantaloupe. I love cantaloupe. That's like my favorite fruit. <laughs> Uh, green grapes for me. Oh, I'm 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 team red grapes. Oh so no, I like yeah, the, I like the sour grapes. <laughs> I need my grapes to be sweet, oh. and I think red are just sweeter. They taste better in my salad. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> It's okay. There's definitely people are on the on the fence when it comes to green apples and red apples yeah. and green grapes and red grapes. You got to pick a team. It's crazy. Um, okay, one song that is on your music playlist, Patreon. Uh, nonstop Drake. Okay. Been jamming for a minute. Okay, Olivia. Uh, it's definitely Three Headed oh. Snake by Gunna and Young Thug. Okay, and Shelby. Um, the Lil Baby Lil Baby remix by Danny Lay and Lil Baby. Yeah, I love that song too. I mean, I love all the songs, everything you mentioned, but <laughs> but I do love that song. I just like that girl. Um, she's she's dope. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she is. Cheat meals, Patreon. What's yours? Thai food and pizza. I can't choose. It's very hard. <laughs> Olivia. Um, a Chick Fil A number one meal or pizza? <laughs> okay. This is going to sound so bad, but a McDonald's 10-piece nugget meal. Uh, <laughs> no, do not shoot down the no. nuggets. Come on now. Oh, no, man. I don't even know what that oh. is. I don't know what's in those nuggets. I'm like, <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, my gosh. Okay. And, uh, okay, so, Patreon, when you hear the words pretty girl sweat, what do they mean to you? It means that no matter where you're from, you're going to – Get yourself to the gym and sweat, and it makes you more beautiful because you feel more confident about yourself after. Okay, Olivia. I think it means that it means sisterhood and recognizing that as women, our health is our wealth, and that we really need to prioritize healthy eating, healthy living, and all that so we can live a long and prosperous life. Yeah. Okay, Shelby. Um, for me, it means opportunity. Um, because like with the pre, when you see pre girls, when you see people on like the pre girls uh, Instagram page, you see like how they giving, they're giving themselves all these different opportunities to better themselves. And you see that and how like you can, how those stories inspire yourself to give yourself an opportunity to better yourself, both like physically and emotionally. So when I think of pretty girls, I think of like the different opportunities that can allow you to benefit yourself for a long lasting life. Join us on Saturday, September 14th for the third annual Pretty Girl Sweat Fest Atlanta. Grab your squad for the ultimate Sweat Sisterhood Fitness Festival. Register to receive exclusive access to elite trainers. Because with heart-pumping workouts coupled with the dopest female DJs, you'll get a first-class ticket to your favorite fitness trends and hit songs. 
When you're not sweating it out, you can rehydrate at our sip stations, refuel in our savor garden filled with deliciously healthy food trucks, refresh in our style lounge, and shop in our vendor village. Head on over to prettygirlsweat.com slash PGSF to get your tickets today before they're gone. Just one more thing before you take off. Do you want to get a short email from Pretty Girl Sweat every Monday and Friday that serves as a daily dose of all things inspiring and allows you priority access to our upcoming events? Just go to prettygirlsweat.com. That's prettygirls with an S, sweat.com. Drop in your email and you'll get the very next one. And if you sign up, you'll soon discover that there's no hood like sisterhood. Until next time, always remember that good things come to those who sweat.